Hey everyone, Justin here with Hunt Link by ServiceSide. I am joined on the mic today by a special guest and partner of ServiceSide, um, Sent Blender. Um, on the mic, we have co founder, um, co owner, uh, Jamie Van Fleet. What's going on, Jamie? Hey guys, excited to be here today. Um, thanks for the thanks for the time. Uh, nothing too much going on. Just kind of the tail end of the summer, getting ready for fall. Um, excited for the upcoming hunting season. Uh, pretty cool time of year. Exciting bucks are pretty well developed, and uh, it's been a lot of fun getting ready for this upcoming hunting season. Awesome, awesome, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely ready too, and it's looking like a good year. I say that every year, but. So can't wait to can't wait to get out. I guess we wouldn't be addicted to it if we didn't have that mindset. But uh, definitely appreciate you jumping on because you have a unusual, unique product. Um, I've personally never seen before. I it almost reminds me of something that, um, you know, an eighty year old expert tinkering in their garage came up with and has probably shared it to three people his whole life, and and only those people get the benefits of it but you have made it so that it can be produced and everyone can enjoy it but um uh your scent blender here which we're going to jump into that um and what the product is and and you know how it can be utilized hunting but um i'd love to start out with how did you get into hunting awesome yeah so i i grew up um in north central pennsylvania i was one of six kids my dad was one of six with five brothers and, uh, hunting was kind of introduced to us at a very early age. Um, me and my brother, Kyle, who's the other co-owner of this company. Um, that's all we did growing up hunting outside of sports, um, hunting. It's a great, great family tradition of ours. Um, gets us together, um, from my uncles, grandfathers, um, it's kind of born into us, but, uh, chasing stuff around the yard, chasing deer, turkey, and everything that um, you're allowed to run after in Pennsylvania. So just come from a long family of hunters where it's a true uh, true t- tradition every every year. I mean, that's where our roots are out of is, is Pennsylvania, the owner Jimmy. That's, that's how he started it out. And well, Pennsylvania has a, a lot to offer. And, and one thing I noticed, I've been to many states, and, and most states you know, do have this, but PA just has that sense of, family community and camaraderie it's just i mean it's one of those things where it really gets into people's blood you know oh it really does i mean it's it's a fun time of year um you know that week after thanksgiving uh the first monday schools are shut down uh pretty much every pickup truck you see driving around you see an orange hat on a dash um (laughs) people with their tailgates down showing what they got but yeah it's a it's an awesome experience um ton of public land opportunity ton of people hunting it um and most everybody out there for the same purpose uh just enjoying enjoying the culture of it so yeah we've always we've always had a blast um a blast with it and fortunate to be raised in an area with so many opportunities to get out there and do it yeah it's definitely a great area i make it a point to get up there every year even if it's just a fish you know if i'm not able to make a hunt um and you know we have a camp up there and you know our highest density of members (laughs) stems from pennsylvania but great state um so let's talk about scent blender here what what is this what is yeah scent so blender? so scent blender i mean you you introduced it as a eight-year-old tinkering in his garage making <laughs> something but uh really it was two uh two guys in their 30s tinkering in their garage but um <laughs> basically what we did we developed a tool where you can quickly create and apply 
sprayable cover scents and attractants using plant material and water from your hunting location. Um, so it's a real simple concept. You can do it on the go, blend up any sort of plant material or food source with water and in the field, create your own sprayable solution. So the, the behind it, it's just a portable blender where we beefed up the motor and put double the battery power in there. So you could blend through thick plant materials like acorns. Um, during our prototyping, uh, we quickly realized that a lot of the retail blenders that you buy off of Amazon or Walmart or whatnot, um, they do a good job spinning material, but they really don't blend. It's almost like a beefed up protein shaker where they just, they do a good job spinning water, but mm-hmm. you put some pine needles in there and they spin them in circles. So we had to get, we got a commercial motor uh, for our blender put it in there and um you fill that thing up you know 10 ounces of water put a handful of acorns in there turn on the blend cycle and it pulverizes them into a thick into a thick slurry and then uh the second part of our product which makes it really unique is uh, our filtration system that's on our spray head so after you're done blending up um your plant material and water our filtration system is very simple you screw on the spray head and you can spray through those thick pulpy almost smoothies um with no clogs so it takes a lot of steps out of an old school process you know we we do a lot of videos online posts or whatnot and people are like man like i do this at home i boil i boil cedar i strain it through a cheesecloth i put it in bottles i store it and uh you know i make my own sense um this is just a quick tool where people can make their own sense on the go you got everything in your truck pull up to your gameland parking lot hop out, throw some water in there, grab some ragweed, cedar, pine, whatever may be around, blend it up, and you got, you know, 12 ounces of uh, cover scent or attractant um, that really blends into your hunting area. Um, So it's just a real cool tool uh, to apply kind of old school scent control tactics. Yeah, we had, we had talked about this in the past. You know, when I was growing up, we grew up pretty dirt poor, and um, scent you know scent control sprays were for rich people. Um, yeah, you know, we were. You were either hanging your clothes up outside, um, or rolling them around in the dirt a little bit, or you were boiling. We would boil pine cones, but the only thing about that is when you boil pine cones, anyone that's done it, that sap actually ruins your pot. So we would yeah we would keep the you know what is that Teflon whatever the the casing on it. Um, it would actually ruin the pot, so I would use the same one. But you get to a point where now you're getting metal shavings or Teflon or paint or whatever is in there um, in it. Um, you know, we never got to the point where we tried skillets or anything like that. But at that time, that's what we used. We used the old Dollar General um, pot, and, uh, you know, we would we would boil it. We used the same one until it got to the point where you couldn't use it no more, and then we throw it in the scrap pile. But um, that's something that we used to do with our own sense and never even, we would put it, my mom was a hairdresser, so she always had, um, spray bottles. We would, we would put oh, it nice. in that. So, um, I don't say this often, but you know, that's definitely innovation at its finest, man, because it's, it's something that, yeah, you know, like you had mentioned, someone's like, Oh, we did this, but you guys, you guys actually did it as far as, you know, packaging it, getting it something that can be pushed out everywhere and not just, a a down-home secret kind of thing. Yeah, no, it's it's pretty cool. We get a lot of those comments, you know, like, man, how didn't I think of this? Like, why didn't we think of this? <laughs> you know, we've been doing this for years type of thing. And it's just a very, a very, like a simple concept that people grasp. grasp. You know, you're walking a field edge, there's a cedar tree. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's hard not to walk by it without 
you know, ripping up some cedar limbs and rubbing it on your clothes oh, or God, you ain't you're eating that. an apple in your tree stand <laughs> yep. and, you know, you get down to the core and you're, you know, you're grinding it on the bark of the tree. Like, yep. <laughs> um, everyone has done it. For, I mean, since the beginning of time, they've been, you know, using what's around them, um, to kind of help blend in and camouflage their scent and just try to get an edge on, on whatever they may be hunting. So well, yeah, it's just it. a, it's just a cool, simple process, simple tool, um, that we've got that, uh, takes a lot of time out of uh what used to be a very time consuming process of making your own sense oh yeah for sure and ruining and ruining stuff but i I love that y'all made the leap and was like hey let's take this idea and and let's turn it into something because i don't see it out there and and i never even really thought of the commercial aspect of of using something off amazon or something just for the simple fact of being loud and and, yep. um, you know, that stuff's really for cooking. You kind of want to use tools that are designed for you specifically. But um, how did you guys, like, how'd you even, like, come up with this as far as, like, I know you didn't actually come up with, like, as far as the idea of the process. But, like, right. like what were you guys just sick of scent control? or? Yeah, you... so really, I mean, one of the properties we hunt um, over in New Jersey, it's got a real big understory of northern spice bush. And anytime you're hunting you know, that, that property, you get above that, you know, first level of canopy. I mean, that scent is everywhere. Um, that Northern spice bush, real sweet, kind of like bitter smell and it just fills the air. Um, so every time we were walking the trails, you know, we're grabbing leaves, we're crunching them up, rubbing them all over ourselves. And, uh, we were just thinking like, man, there's gotta be a way to, you know, kind of extract this natural scent and apply it quickly. So, um, I really, I mean, honestly, in my garage, just tinkering around trying to figure out a way you know what's the fastest most effective way to enhance this scent um and and apply it so um we started with you know portable blenders started blending it up um i mean we broke a shoot a ton of blenders trying to figure out um what we needed to do to make one you know strong enough for the applications we were going to be using it for and then uh one of the most difficult part was the filtration system like how do you how do you get a spray bottle to spray through these materials without clogging? Um, and that took some ingenuity, you know, on our part, trying to figure out um, the perfect filter that, you know, was simple to use because we didn't want to add too many steps to the process, really easy to clean and, you know, long-term, a long-term filter that didn't need to be replaced out every, um, every shot. So we, we came up with this product probably like a year and a half ago and uh, we launched it last fall um we started selling them in late october early november and that's when we pushed it to the market and it went better than you know both me and my brother ever expected um within like six weeks of advertising we ended up having to turn off advertising because we sold through sold through all of our inventory which was great um the other exciting thing about it is we were getting tons of good customer feedback um we don't, I mean, we haven't spent money on getting, uh, you know, celebrity hunters or anybody to really push our brand or push our product. Um, every reference you see or quote, you know, on our website, uh, or on Amazon, they're, they're real people that bought the product and used it and enjoyed it. Um, you know, we weren't paying people to send us pictures or anything like that. Um, people just bought it, liked the product, sent us pictures, sent it, shared their feedback. Um, so that gave us real confidence um, going into year two and, uh, you know, up in our production so we could, you know, get it out into more people's hands, get it into dealers um, and really kind of 
take that first that first season success and just and just multiply it um so it's been really cool we just started doing an advertising push again here with the season coming and uh it's still super encouraging i mean a lot of times you'll post it and just get unsolicited feedback from your customers out there that have purchased it like hey you just saw season last year it was awesome um so we're getting a ton of that which again just gets us more excited to you know keep pushing and get this out into more people's hands and um kind of share the experience because it is i mean it's it's a fun process um you know it's something we've all i mean sprayed ourselves down with all sorts of different um cleaning solutions that are rebranded into a cover scent or whatnot and we've all been busted by deer um i mean me and my brother we hunt a ton of archery and you know it's always best to hunt the wind um don't get me wrong that's that's what you try to do every time but when you're hunting these mountains and ravines uh up in PA, I mean, oftentimes that wind switches and just having a tool um, where you can kind of blend in, it gives you that extra edge and can really help you out in the field. So, um, yeah, it's been a lot of fun. Um, we're, we're pumped for, for year two. Well, you know, I'm kind of glad you brought that point up is like, you know, I, I think that's where a lot of people, I think, get confused with things is like a lot of this stuff, like as far as products and being a gear junkie and all this stuff, it's 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 designed to be a tool when you when you need to use it. You know, it's I don't I don't I always it always cracked me up when I'd, I'd see some type of advertisement of like you have to use this hunting product to be successful. And I'm like, well, it's so situational. Like, yeah, it may have right. been t- it may have helped you kill or get within range on 10 150 plus inch deer but then you get busted by that that eight pointer one time or whatever and no one's going to hear that story they're going to right. and i'm looking at it well that just means that it, it worked for that specific situation and that's where we need yep. to know okay what situation did that specifically work for because maybe i'll find myself in it maybe i won't i learned that the hard way coming down here i took my years of mountain experience and came down to florida and thought i was mr mm. I'm all oh, that Florida ain't, you know, I used to say it all the time, yeah. Florida ain't crap. These deer are tiny. I'll, I'll blow this. If I was killing it where I'm at, I'm going to, I'm going to destroy this. I got my butt handed to me for two years. It got to the point where I was like, this is, this is ridiculous. <laughs> There's nothing here. You know, we all say There's nothing here. It's yeah. out hunting. Well, until I finally take a nice buck and a, a nice swamp buck with my bow. And then it all changes after that. Then you're like, wait a minute everything I was doing was wrong. Um, yes. No, you take, I know exactly <laughs> what you're saying. I mean, I was born and raised hunting the mountains of Pennsylvania and you understand how to hunt those deer and where they, you know, sleep during the day, where they right. go to feed, where to come and in you can kind of duplicate and, that uh, across all the terrain of Pennsylvania and have success uh, just by looking at a topographic map or whatever, right. um, pick a point, drop a pin, get there. And you know, it's, you're used to it, but put me in an area that's flat. And I'm, I mean, that is out of my wheelhouse. I'm like, all right, (laughs) so I'm going to find me a mountain with a little draw in it and I'm going to settle up there. But when it's flat, I'm like, all right, where the heck are these deer going to sleep? Where are they going to eat? It's all situational. And when people sell products, they don't, they don't normally talk about that. And that's, that's why I love that you brought that up of like, Hey, you know, when we're in, in this ravine or we're in this Creek bottom, the wind typically Mm -hmm. likes to get wild on us and, them mature bucks or them target bucks are getting 
getting that immediate scent of something that's never there except November through January. And, and they know what that means. And they're, you know, they just noticed two other smaller bucks are gone and they're hearing gunshots. They're hearing four wheelers and smelling yep. gas and, and smoke, uh, you know, chimneys from the, from the hunt camps and all this other stuff. And, and they know what time it is. And, uh, you're yep. saying, you know, being in that Creek bottom, being able to bust it out, taking the, the vegetation yep. that's at your feet or your hand, throwing it in there and, and being able to, um, you know, at least prolong your hunt or, or help you be a little more successful. Cause all you, you know, if you can trick that nose, man, you, you can normally get them. Yeah. You know, so, yeah, no, it definitely, it makes it fun. I mean, you, you really get engaged in it. It kind of, you start thinking about all the plants in the area a little bit different, like yeah. um, start utilizing their natural advantages, like something as simple as like cedar, which is all over the lower 48. Um, naturally, it's an antifungal, antibacterial product. Um, so you blend it up, mix it with water, spray it out, and you have your own antibacterial spray that you know will neutralize any sort of bacteria that may be on your clothes or whatnot. Um, and you don't have that, you know, foreign substance in there like carbon or any sort of enzymes that aren't natural to that environment that may that may trigger some some things uh in animal senses just walking through smelling something they haven't sm- smelled um since last hunting season type of type of thing so yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a real cool cool product really get engaged in you know your your specific area what plant materials there how could i utilize this um the other thing too like we do a lot of hunting in Jersey. Uh, my brother lives over there now and great public land hunting opportunities. If you, anybody's ever, I mean, you think of Jersey, you think of like the Jersey shore, that TV show or whatnot, but it's a lot, a lot of it's like Pennsylvania and they've got tons of public land to hunt real good buck. Um, and honestly they're over the counter tags are cheap and you can shoot a lot of deer. So we have a ton of fun hunting over in Jersey. Um, one thing you can do there different uh, that you can't in Pennsylvania is you can hunt over bait. I mean, you can shoot doe or unlimited in Jersey. You can shoot two a day. Um, and I love hunting a mature doe. Um, they also have a great like food for the hunting program where, I mean, I tell you what, if I have a big doe come in and I don't shoot it, I'm like, Oh man, (laughs) I can put some food on people's tables. Um, so often I'm, I'm stacking up some dough over in Jersey. You can hunt over corn. Um, so attractant sprays are big in a state like that. Um, and there's a lot of, you know, over the counter corn sprays, berry sprays, anything like that, acorn spray. Um, and this, I mean, this product's pretty cool. Like if you're hunting over a bait, you know, a bait area with corn, you take a handful of field corn, blend it up with water and you got a 20 foot, you know, jet stream spray all around your stand. And, um, it really does. I mean, you, you dump a bag of corn out and the deer, the deer can smell it. They know it's there. Um, you right. know, same kind of concept here. You spray out a bottle of corn spray and oh, they can smell it and they're coming. Um, so it's pretty cool in areas like that. Um, you know, where you can't bait. I mean, everybody's seen it. You go past like a fresh cut alfalfa field or clover or whatever it may be. And those deer are out there browsing. Um, I mean, they can smell it when, a piece of equipment comes through and disturbs a little bit and they know it's time to eat. So it's a cool, cool tool to not only make like cover sense using cedar, but also um, attractants based on the food source that, you know, they're hitting at that time. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, uh, you know, you don't have to carry a ton of, of bottles around. It sounds like you can just fill up, fill up the bottle 
yeah you have the water so, in it or have it in your water bottle and then and then yep. when you're ready to to blend up you blend up yeah so a lot of times i'll be i mean i'll know the area i'm hunting um you know if i've got an acorn flat that i'm going to hit and um you know i'm not bringing my i'm not bringing the whole kit into the woods with me i'll be in the parking lot of the game lands or whatnot um blend up a fresh acorn spray and then i'm carrying the bottle in and then i got 12 ounces of an acorn spray that i can spray as much as i want of or as little as i want of um and i don't have to worry about that you know if i do spray the whole bottle you know next time i go buy another bottle off the shelf it's 15 bucks i mean this is just a tool where you can spray out that whole bottle to one hunt uh, dump dump it out spray it again type of thing or uh spray a little spray a lot it's it's really versatile and that's the way we sell it. I mean, we like to steer people in directions with ideas and get their minds thinking. But one of our little catchphrases is like invent your scent where it is. It's just a tool. We're selling the kit um, for you as a hunter to make your own um, sprayable scents and attractants to fit the exact area that you're, um, that you're hunting in that day or that week or um, whatever. So it's, it's real cool versatile product where, really puts you in control of uh of scent you know i was look thinking of it for how could i use this uh in in applications where i'm at and we do a lot of controlled burns um a lot so something i noticed was um we would have controlled burns everywhere well they would do these a lot of the times during season and i could i could smell it um you know sometimes you could see it smoldering so immediately in my head i was like man i don't need scent control anymore obviously i'm like you play the wind the wind's always first but um i like to have well what if the wind doesn't want you know what if the wind wants to be crazy on me and blow every single direction in the next Mm -hmm. three minutes so i started noticing these burn areas so i started I'm doing a little fire pit out in my yard, um, you know, yep. the night before I hunt something we traditionally already would do, um, have a couple of beers or whatever. And I actually, um, would just hang my clothes up and let that, that strong, you know, smoke smell, which is very overpowering, get on my clothes, get in my beard, get on my skin, all this other stuff. You know, my, my girl would have to deal with it. I always tell her, you know, I'm like, I'm like, I can't take a shower tonight. I want the smoke smell staying on me. <laughs> Um, and I, I literally would, um, uh, do that. And when I, when I went out there, I was thinking of this application. I'm like, I bet you I could take some of that vegetation, um, you know, such as palm fronds or, or crushed up leaves from the ground. Cause as you yep. know, when they do a burn, it's just a sweep through, um, oh, yeah. you know, it's not completely burned to complete ash. It's a sweep through. So, um, yep. I actually can take that, put it in the bottle, mix it up and have an overpowering, scent because we sweat a lot here so you, oh, yeah. you want it to be as overpowering as possible because the deer in the turkey uh, or the deer um and the hogs have been smelling this the turkey have been walking through it so they're kind of visually have you know like with my camo i always sit there you know right when i turkey hunt i always sit at the burn areas and I, it sucks but i'll take a little bit and i'll put it on my hat and i'll put right. it on my clothes and i've always been like man i hope this doesn't stain too bad but uh, i do that <laughs> yeah. because it that's that's what they're seeing every day and, and that's what they're smelling every day so Heck yeah but uh that's, yeah that's there's there's, there's so many different um so many different applications for it um and that's just it i mean every area is a little different um, but at the root of every, like every product, whether it's a bug repellent, um, antibacterial product, a lot of that stuff comes from plants and to be able to quickly, you know, pinpoint a plant material and use its naturally beneficial aspects of that plant and apply it is awesome. And you're talking about, 
being in the South and I couldn't imagine hunting a swamp with mosquitoes, but, um, you know, using like a natural product instead of a deet or something, um, oh, blending yeah. up some lemongrass, um, you know, that is a natural anti, um, you know, mosquito repellent, uh, but also would be a natural cover scent for your area. Um, all sorts of different, different plant materials depending on the region that would, um, provide all sorts of natural benefits, um, that could help you, help you with your hunt. You know, I've actually been getting more into, uh, the science behind it. I don't know if it's cause as we get older and we want to evolve with things, but you know, I use a thermosil, like you cannot hunt here without a thermosil. I don't care if it's oh, yeah. raining, you have to have it. I carry two, um, just because sometimes you got to go balls to the wall in certain areas and, um, I'll double it up. Well, I, I was sitting there thinking one day I actually had put one in the, like kind of front like under my chin area of my jacket um well it was like my long sleeve shirt and i had one on my back backpack because you know they'll, they'll tear your backs up um so oh, yeah. i'm sitting here and and i'm breathing in that stuff and i'm sitting here and you know i'm like man there's no way i could taste it after a while on my lips i'm like there's no way that this is at all good for me yeah i'm, I'm burning something it's it's getting in my in my mouth it's it's right. on my skin it, my face is burning a little bit because i'm sweating like there's no way that there's even though it's not deep there's no way that this is good for me and i started thinking of other ways um and there are a lot of plants that have natural bug deterrents to them uh you know i know citronella but there's other things um so i it definitely makes me want to research my area more to see what type of vegetation does that to help you Get a net because, like you said, there's no limit. If I want to unload that whole bottle, and oh, yeah. spray myself down, yeah, I'm able to do it, and then you know, pour my water bottle back into it. And, and yeah, I mean, up here in PA, you were painting that picture earlier of hunting a uh, hunting little creek draw, but uh, I mean, most of the time in something like that, I mean, there's going to be hemlock and then mountain mint. I mean, mint is one of those right there, natural um, bug repellent. So you can blend up you know, some hemlocks, some mountain mint and, uh, help deter your mosquitoes and blend in with, you know, some scents that are just familiar to that, to that area for every, every animal living there. So it's like, taking yeah, a, it's, it's cool. Taking a product like yours where it's like, yeah, you're trying to make something easier and just more cost effective than having to buy a, you know, 15, 20, $30 bottle of, of spray that you, you know, you're, you're hesitant every time you're spraying it. Cause you're like, you know, I don't want to go through the whole bottle in one sitting, you know, I got all these yep. hunts this year, you're taking a problem, but also it's, it's getting you back in tune with nature because it's like, okay, now if I don't want to get bit by these bugs, I don't want to wear deep. I don't want to carry a thermosel. I always want to bring my scent blender. I'm going to, you know, see what kind of plants are natural deterrents um, of insects and I can, you know, it almost gets you back in tune, you know, food sources. That's the yeah. one thing I hear hunters talk about is they're like, well, what's the best thing to do for this? And I'm like, what's food sources you got? Right. What time right. of year is it? Before we go any further, what food sources yep. do you have and what do you got going on? And then we can talk about terrain and travel corridors and all this other stuff. But what food yep. sources are there and during what month? And I'm going to tell you yeah. exactly how we should move forward with this conversation. Yep. Yeah, I mean, there's... Animals follow simple, uh, simple primal instincts, um, food and, uh, breeding, you know, those are the two, two big things that are going to pull them, um, pull them into an area that they might not be too comfortable with, but yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's, that's, that's what our overall goal is, but I I do love the, I didn't even think of that till we started talking of like, you know, it almost gets you back in tune with what, 
what is it, in your area because it's area specific. It, it really does. And I see it. I mean, I've got three boys, a six, a four and a two year old. And I know they're, they're much more involved in this whole scent blender process. Just me being their dad, but, uh, man, they love it. And you, they wear it on their sleeve as far as you can see their creativity going in their mind. And they start thinking about plants in a whole different light and how to, how to use them. And, um, it is that that happens in adults too, how to engage in it, um, in the plant material and how you can use it to your advantage to, to do all sorts of things. I mean, hunting cover sense, track sense, mosquito repellents, um, and all the other uses that you can come up with for, um, you know, just a plant-based sprayable solution. Now, have you ran into any issues with as far as like those states that are just crazy with their, their rules as far as like scent controls and baits and lures have as far as what you have, cause you're using something natural. I mean, is that. So we haven't, um, we've done a couple of trade shows, uh, up here, like NPA, I mean, Jersey, they're wide open. You can, they, they don't have any rules and regulations as far as, yeah, they, they want you to shoot deer and shoot a lot of them. Um, (laughs) they've, they've got a lot of deer in areas that they shouldn't have a lot of deer and, uh, they do a good job allowing archery hunters to help manage that population. I will say that, but, um, we, we were at uh, the great American outdoor show here in Harrisburg and we talked to a couple game commissioners there about it. And they, they said they didn't see any issue in a product like that, but I, I really would. I mean, I, every state's different. Sometimes it's broken down into smaller areas throughout the state. So I would really just, I mean, weigh in on understanding the laws in your specific area before you, you know, blend up a bunch of corn and spray it out. And um, it may be against the rules in, in your county um, and not the county over. So I would just really brush up on, um, you know, the rules and regs on attractants um, and stuff like that in, in whatever your area you may be heading to. No, it definitely makes sense. I mean, you always should look at those rules and regs and, um, you know, kind of go from there. But it definitely sounds like it's something, too, where it's like a, like a huge kind of like almost gray area in those spots because it's like, okay, so is it also illegal for me to take my hands, pick up a bunch of leaves, and rub it on my jacket? Well, no, right, right, illegal. yeah. Well, that's what I'm doing with a blender. Right, right, right. So yep. now when you start adding, if I'm sitting there and I'm like, okay, one tablespoon of this – one quart of that let's put right. a little bit of vanilla abstract like let's mix all this crazy stuff where i'm going to kind of use it as a lore more than uh-huh. anything as far as the scent control so i could see how that could go down many many rabbit holes but at the end of the day man it's if the if the people that are writing the tickets are like nah man i don't see any issue with that you should be good right yeah um so Sorry. what else do you guys have going on i know you're not just in in hunting i said thought i'd seen something where you you were using this also for like bait yeah so we just um our hunting product we launched it last fall just i mean it was a week ago uh we got our first production run done and started shipping out pre-orders but um for fishing um lure attractants are big in the fishing market and our tool can be utilized to create and apply your own natural lure attractant so a popular like lure spray you get is like a garlic base, uh, garlic based lure scent. Right. Um, cause fish are for whatever reason attracted to garlic or you find, you know, a spray that's crayfish scented or worm scented or minnow scented. Um, we developed a kind of a new add on product for our same blender base that comes with a scent blender, um, for applying your own lure attractant. So it's got like a wide footed base, 
and a wide mouth top where you can quickly blend up, let's say water, garlic, a little bit of salt, blend it up. And instead of spraying your lures um, down in between casts or whatnot, it's just a nice, easy application uh, to kind of dip and flip uh, your lures as you're fishing, uh, just so you can create and apply your own natural lure attractants. Um, so pretty much the same concept behind creating your own sprayable sense for hunting. Um, this is just kind of an add-on product uh, to launch into the fishing world so you can use your scent blender for um, kind of year-round versus just, you know, one time during um, during your hunting season. So uh, we're excited about that. We, we had like the perfect prototypes um, all summer this year. And um, me and my brother, I mean, we were catching – we were catching more fish than we're used to. We always described ourselves as kind of like we fished in between hunting seasons, like to get us through the hunting seasons. But uh, I tell you what, like we, we came big believers in it. Um, we were hooking into a lot more bass, uh, bigger fish, and uh, it, it got it got addicting. Like you, you started to really believe in it after using the wild that, hey, this, this is helping. Like we are catching more fish um, per cast and um, and it's – it's just a very simple concept. Um, fish a lot like deer. I mean, they utilize their sense of smell. Um, and in an aquatic environment, there's so much coming down the stream that looks, looks, it could be food, but you know, it's a, an inanimate object. And a lot of times they're identifying whether I'm going to eat this or not based on the smell. Um, so just to quickly apply a scent to one of your artificial baits, uh, where it might grab their attention, you know, with vibration or sight, sound um, something grabs their attention if they get close enough and it smells like real food boom like you're hooking up with a bite um so it's a cool cool add-on product um it's it's on our website now uh, at scentblender.com where you can check it out and a bunch of videos and pictures of how you use it but um yeah we're getting into the fishing market too which is which is real exciting yeah for sure i mean i i fish a lot and and that's one thing that i noticed um you know especially a big difference here between freshwater and saltwater was it was almost like and, and i know this isn't obviously this is just an observation but i was telling a buddy one time i'm like man you like you just cannot compete with the real thing like yeah we'd catch some stuff on artificial it it, it yep. happens you know you, you get out there enough you find the right spots just like hunting you do your scouting and you find where the fish are then yes you can um totally catch them on artificial but i noticed that obviously with live bait or um lures that we you know would scent up that you know i remember we'd take a few of our fake shrimp and we'd lay them in the in the bait in the bait bucket and and it was just simple things like that that we started doing because we're like the reason we started doing it was because of sunscreen um, we would put sunscreen on and and that actually has a really strong smell that obviously it's waterproof um to a certain point and it would, it yeah. would get on the lures and you don't think of things like that until you're like man we've been out here all day we've been on the fish what's going on well i've been putting sunscreen on every two hours and okay yeah i'm washing my hands in the water but it, it all it's doing is making it so oh yeah no i'm laughing there. Here. i mean i'm a i'm a fair-skinned redhead and so i know i had I know the whole ordeal with uh, you have to man. having hands covered with sunblock. Hey, trying I tell to... people all the time. I'm like, if you want to, if you want to enjoy yourself in Florida in the in the heat, you can do it. I do it all the time, but you gotta apply sunscreen. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah but, but yeah, I noticed that, right. and um, you know, when it comes to fishing, that that scent is very important, and um, that's one of the things that's it's not a gimmick. If a fish gets to something. And it smells like food. It's immediately right. going to want to eat it. It's it's right. brain takes over. Yep. 
Um, so that's that's pretty cool. You guys kind of ventured out into into the fishing realm because I'll be honest with you, I I really until you mentioned it, I wouldn't would never even thought about using it, even though it you know now I'm like oh well yeah obviously but right yeah I, I definitely see how that that kind of played played boat and then you can use it year round um yeah so instead of just you know if you feel like well i'm only hunting twice this year and i hear it all the time well i do more fishing than anything well there you go right yeah so our our hunting product we have it just as scent blender and then uh our fishing add-on is scent blender chum bucket which is a fun play on words there but uh (laughs) yeah it's 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 been going well we're we're excited to uh start ramping up ad spend on that and getting getting out of that out into a bunch of people's hands so i seen the uh video that was on it i don't know if i seen it on an ad or whatever where the guy was at the front of the boat and he just would dip he had the scent blender yep. towards the motor and he just continuously every cast he just do a quick dip and throw never, yep. never yeah really so that's my that's beat. my brother kyle he was our uh he was our most uh modeled uh fishing <laughs> fishing uh celebrity i guess um <laughs> I like yeah, he does a lot of, of it yeah yeah it makes it it makes it real quick hands free um and uh you do it you kind of get in a rhythm where it you start dipping it in between each cast because you start to realize like man i feel like it's helping it's helping i'm catching more fish um yeah but it's it's a cool cool product but yeah that's my brother there in those videos that sometimes gets made fun of for uh hooking a hooking a wacky worm wrong or <laughs> texas rig a little bit different than somebody else but uh, that's him that's him now, um, uh, question I kind of had with as far as your products, and we talked about a hunting line, fishing line. Do you guys have anything else currently in the works right now? Or no, that's that's pretty much it right now. Um, I guess come a little bit later in the year, we will be launching kind of more of like a household product, a household tool, okay. but um, that takes a little bit more, I guess, back end regulation as far as having a food grade product. Um, because all these applications that you can use in the woods could also be used around the house. Um, so we will be in the near future launching kind of a household tool branded product, but, um, we're not, not quite there yet, but, um, maybe in a couple months we'll be at that point. So for right now we got, you know, our hunting lineup and our fishing lineup, which is kind of right up our alley as far as things that we like to, uh, like to do. Oh, for sure. For sure. Um, now I, I did have a um, kind of something I actually don't do this often. It's something I actually want to get into a little more. So you'll kind of be the guinea pig with it. But I know we had talked about. I don't know if we were recording yet or not. But we had talked about how um, you know you're you're not paying um, a field staffer. You're not giving a bunch of product out in return yeah. for things. You're doing it the organic way of hey that worked for you after you bought it. Great. Let me showcase that and let other people know. Um, what, yeah. Is there any specific success stories that you can um, kind of maybe tell us about that that the specific products done? Maybe one of your customers had told you or yeah. So we had on our website. It's one of the, I mean honestly, it's one of the prettiest buck I've seen shot in in a long time. But uh, customer reached out. It was right when we first got started. We just got inventory in, and he was like, "Hey guys, I'm leaving on a hunt in two days," um, and he was going to Ohio. He was like, is there any way I could get one? So we overnighted it to him and uh, he brought it out to Ohio and he was blended up acorn and uh, oak leaves is what he was doing. And he stuck a tank of a 10 point. I mean, just gorgeous buck. And uh, kind of as a thank you he, for overnighting it to him, he 
he took a nice picture with the you know scent blender kit in front of the buck and everything and we've had that on our website ever since it's a gorgeous deer and uh it was super nice of him to to share it with us because it's been it's been awesome to share with with all the people out there you know checking out our website and thinking about scent blender um and then another recent one just this spring um we were we were running an ad i think it was maybe around like father's day or something but uh a guy commented and he took it on a bear hunt and uh he shot a big you know big black bear with it and i think he was blending up berries and water is what he was using as an attractant for a black bear attractant so that was another cool one that you know just organically came back to us and the story was shared so um yeah there's there's a bunch of a bunch of cool stories coming in um just you know naturally for you know people sharing a positive experience using the product um and i mean every kit that we send out my cell phone number's in it i mean we're a small business um we want to hear the the good things yes but if anybody ever had an issue with the product we would want to know about it and get it fixed you know asap type of thing so my phone number's in every single box and we encourage people to share um you know share the success and if there's ever any product issues like we want them calling us like call me quick like i'll take care of it no problem um we do i mean we do stand behind the product anything we produce we don't want to um we don't want to ever put anybody in a bad situation or anything like that so um yeah so those two those two stories there stick out just the one more recent with the bear and then that one tank of a buck um that that guy shot in ohio i think too like the 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 urgency of it of like hey guys uh, i know i waited to the last minute to do this but yeah yeah i really 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 would appreciate it you're like you know what we got you man no problem you figure it out and then he does a nice buck that's like oh yeah that that, circle there yeah it was was real it was cool um yeah i was glad we uh we put that little scent blender on a plane to him because uh yeah he had a lot of success one with of your that. one of your best photos that that's awesome yeah and I, honestly and you guys just you, you said you just started this out really yeah so we i mean we started um yeah last it was like probably mid-october is when we first you know got our first production run complete and we're ready to actually you know hit the market so it is it's i mean we've got we advertise all November, got them out all you know November through you know the Christmas season and stuff like that. But this will be our first full full year. Um, so yeah, it's it's been it's been a lot of fun. It we're getting a ton of good ton of good feedback from people, and um, yeah, it's it's been great. Now that is great, man. And I know you had mentioned you know there's there's nothing better than real feedback because you know that's one thing at Service Side we've really pushed you know, to really get out of just the way the field staff name has kind of been, we'll just be nice and say what it's evolved to over the years. And one thing that, you know, you just, I I don't want to see somebody famous telling me what to use. Like I I just, it is what it is. Like somebody asked me, had mentioned something a while back. Like I don't watch hunting shows. I don't watch YouTube stuff. I don't, listen to other podcasts and I, I talked to a person one time a business colleague and we were going back and forth he's like well you know it's actually good to educate yourself on that because you know he give me all the reasons made this good case and i'm like you're completely right but i just hate seeing it um i just yeah, i personally as a hunter yep. i i like putting my hand up near the fire and getting burned and me like okay i was too close um that's just how i learn that's how i evolve and um, you know, I could see me taking a product like this, 
um, and, and using it for the simple fact of, yeah, it's an application, it's a, it's a DIY type system, um, it's going to save on, you know, if I'm going to, like I'm going to Maine in September, I don't need to bring three bottles of scent control, I can bring one empty you know, I've seen your little travel case there. I can, yeah. I can bring one knife set case looking um, thing, right, fit it right in my bag. But the main thing with me is the real hunters that are just regular Joes. Because like you said with him doing it last minute, that's me. I'm calling mm-hmm. you last minute. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. I worked 70 hours yep. last week. The kid was sick and blah, blah, blah. You know, I had to <laughs> do my honey to-do list to even go on this hunt. And you know, I'm just a real life person. And when I see that, it's going to make me any, any product, it's going to make me immediately want to utilize it over something that I seen, you know, the, the whatever hunting show so-and-so used it. And I'm sitting there like, man, did he get a bunch of free memorabilia or, you know, was that, kind of forced that's to been do very eye opening to, uh, to me and my brother. Oh, that's um, wild, right? How the hunting I mean, as soon as you as that. soon as you launch a product, launch a product in the hunting industry, it's yep. it's like, hey, saw you saw this product. Um, I can use it for X thousand dollars. That's like, wait, time out. Like, did, you haven't even tested the product. Do you was, like it? Like, yeah, do you actually yeah. know what this thing does? Like, <laughs> do you are you even, sure? Like, yeah. Uh, wait, how many thousands of dollars and, do you want? Like, geez. And you copy and pasted this to every outdoor hunting <laughs> right. that yeah, popped it's, up uh, on your Google search. <laughs> yeah, they 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 make a very beautiful brochure on how they will uh, help sell your product before they know anything about your product. But uh, yeah, that's been a very eye-opening experience to us. So. Um, they don't yeah, show you much. that uh, on TV when you're growing up and you're like, I want to get in the hunting industry. They don't, they don't show you the dirty part. We've yeah. done a few podcasts and a few webinars on, you know, it it, it it was irking me and a few other people that there were so many people that wanted to get in the hunting industry. And every time we asked them, we'd always hear that, well, I want to hunt for a living. I'm like, well, that's not a job. Um, right. That actually <laughs> doesn't exist. And they're like, well, what about Lee and Tiffany or what about the hunting public? I'm like, they don't hunt for a living. Now, that is a part of something they do, but right. they do not hunt for a living. Um, they're editing till 2.30 in the morning, 4 o'clock, going back to the yeah. stand. They're um, content creating. They're pushing product like we had mentioned. They're uh, pushing their brand. They're acting. Um, they're showcasing, but they are not hunting for a living. Um, <laughs> right. And when I figured that out, I'm like, wait a minute. That doesn't exist. And it, and it, and it breaks people's hearts for a second. And I'm like, but... Let's be proactive. Do you want to do customer service? Do you want to be a brand manager? Do you want to right. create content in the field? Do you want to be a videographer? Do you want to be a photographer? Um, do you want to be the guy that edits? Um, you know, I talked to somebody, a big name in the industry, and he's like, if you look at my Instagram, he said, you will see more people without check marks than check marks. And this is before you can buy the check mark. Um, yeah. and, and, I, and, I, and I was listening to him when he said that. And he's like, the reason is, he's like, half of those people are editors content creators and people that you probably never heard of from a small town in Wyoming and you don't right. know who they are. And I met them at an expo or a, wherever a, a children's event and we created a relationship. We liked each other and, and here we are. And when I had heard that, I, I was thinking, you know, you always think of, well, you know, a famous person would follow a famous person. You're looking through this famous um, person's Instagram you're like man he's got so many people on here that you've never heard of and he's like he's like he's like I challenge you to go and look at your big names in the industry and just look at who who they follow and he's like and that's going to tell you a, a big part of kind of 
I wouldn't say who they are as a person, but more so of like how they're running their brand or kind of what what they want to dip their toe into. And there's nothing wrong with being an entrepreneur and, and making money yeah. and driving revenue. That's all great. But you're going to get to see really is that person, you know, in it for the passion or are they in it for the money or whatever the reason is they're in it for. You're going to really be able to see and you're going to be able to see how they utilize networking, which is king in the industry. But I talked to a, a scent control company in <laughs> a podcast a couple months ago. And it was funny. He took over. He's a non-hunter. And uh-huh. he, bought a, he bought a company. It's called Odin's Innovation. Um, but they make synthetic scents. And um, he pretty much was like, as a non-hunter, he, he said, you know, I can make a scent. I think I can make it last 30 days. I'm going to create a scientific version of it, et cetera. And what's crazy was he's like, when I took over the company, I'm looking at expenses. And he's like, we've got all these influencers on six-figure retentions. And he thought it was a mistake. He contacted, I guess, his liaison or the person, maybe the, the middle person or whatever for the business deal and was like, what is all this? What what are all these? And and they're like, oh, those are the influencers. He's like, are you kidding me? He's like, we're oh, spending – we're spending X amount of dollars on this. Now now he's like, okay, that's great. Let me see what the return is. Well, that's where the if the return was there, then obviously you'd be like, okay, that's the the, the you know, the the bloody part. That's the of, way to do it, that's right? The way to do right. it. Um, but he's not seeing that. And he's like, wait a right. minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We have people on six figure retentions and they're what? And they're taking two pictures every season with right. with one or two deers every a deer every few years. And he's like, wait a minute, that makes no sense from a non hunting business perspective. Um, and he and I was sitting there like, yeah, man, that's that's the thing about it. And what's crazy was he was literally like I was going through and was finding like you mentioned one time use or no time use of the product. Or I'd ask him, hey, which one did you like the best and is there a way to improve it? Oh, I like them all. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, well, wait, but what application did you use it in? <laughs> oh, well, you know, out in the field, you know, above the feeder. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. Were they coming for that or the feeder? <laughs> which, which I don't mind what your answer is, but I just need a definite answer. <laughs> right, right, right. You know? Yeah, um, no, that's – we found it real quick. Um, we get a ton more feedback a ton more content um, from real people. I mean, real customers that are buying the product and uh, you know, just good people and, and want to share feedback. So um, yeah, we, we found that out pretty quick. That, <laughs> it, uh, it's funny. And, and I'm not taking a dig at them. I have a ton of friends that are influencer content creators, but I tell you what, um, you know, they're, they're the kind of people that they put in what they get out and they yep. are the, you know, they will have a, a photo edited or a video edited at two thirty in the morning and have it to you the next morning so that you can push a sale or whatever. And they, they go above and beyond, but they're not the, give me the product and I'll, and I'll do stuff for you. Right. It's, Hey, I purchased or I utilized your product. I really believe in it and love what you have. And, um, I would, I would love to, you know, provide you with some stuff. Yeah. And, this is the service I can provide. Right. right. And, and if down right. the road, yeah, you're right. like, Hey man, yep. like, you know, games out here throwing out these beautiful, um, B roll short clips that could be a TikTok, and we're generating revenue from it. Let's, let's talk, let's talk Heck a few yeah. numbers. Let's see what we can do for the guy. Um, I'm not saying that that, that happens all the time, but if yeah, I really wish it's one thing I hate, I wish the industry wasn't so much geared towards that more so like hey i believe in you now right. let's talk about a possible business opportunity or yep. whatever 
see where it yeah, blossoms, was, you know? Yes. Yeah, that was one of the uh, eye-opening things to us, how many of those conversations happen out of order where they're uh (laughs) they know nothing about the product but uh it's funny but it's whatever hey you know what man i'm a i'm a i'm a positive mindset with this of i think that we went through a stage it got a little too hot and now we're kind of coming back to reality since things are so flooded and i do believe we'll get that nice quality down home companies like you and and other companies that are going back to the hey you don't need to have this X amount of following. You're showing us real life stuff, and then we kind of go from there. It's you're you're going off of what the product's doing, what the person's doing for the product, um, and what the product's doing for you, as opposed to what it maybe could be. Or, um, you know, I, I've talked to someone about their product. Like my product could be, my product could be, and I'm like, I know. And when it gets there, then you know. You'll get right. to where you want to be, where he specifically wanted to be with his company. I'm like, once you get there, then you'll be there. But right now, yep. you have to kind of, you kind of got to crawl before you walk, man. We all want to run. But, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. Definitely. Now, um, where can our listeners, if, if they'd like to purchase your products, uh, chat with you guys, maybe learn a little bit more, where is the best way for them to reach you at? Yeah, so we have a website. Uh, it's try so try um you can purchase direct from that website we do have the server side 20 um code for any service side member gets 20 percent off their purchase um so you could buy it direct off our website i mean we also have facebook instagram and my brother does a little bit of tiktok we've got some youtube like demo videos and stuff up like there and there's a couple of reviews on the product on youtube um we have a listing on Amazon, um, so we do have an Amazon. Uh, we're, we are setting up, in the process of setting up, independent dealers. We've got a dealer program. Um, we got picked up in a couple shields out out west. Um, so if anybody out there, I mean, if you want to purchase it direct, our website, boom, we'll ship it to you. Um, if you have, you know, a dealer in mind that you think would be a good fit for our product, um, you know, reach out. We'd love to talk to them. Uh, we've got a good program that I think is a big win-win for everybody involved. Um, so, yeah, appreciate it. Solid, man. Yeah, I'm going to get this up in the show notes too. So, you know, if you're listening, you don't have to worry about getting a pin while you're in traffic or, or going to work or whatever. We'll we'll have it in the show notes here for you so you can easily click and, and head over to the site and stuff. But, um, yeah, man, I definitely appreciate you jumping on and, and I definitely feel more educated with it. And, I'm excited to try it. One of our members, John, he's actually our regional director in the south in Louisiana. Um, He actually, I know immediately, as soon as we partnered up, he, I think he bought a kit or two, um, one for fishing, one for hunting. And um, he's, I know he had mentioned on one of the meetups we had, he was talking about the product and and how he was utilizing. I think he did like a little short demo um, with some basic, like, um, I want to say use garlic or something like that, but he did like a basic intro and, and seen it. And after I seen that, I was like, Oh, nice. Um, so definitely something I'm going to utilize. There's actually a few areas that I think it would apply for where I'm not trying to carry in any type of scent control and the wind really gets dicey. Um, so that's going to be, I'm going to throw that in that pack and, and see what we can do. And, I'll definitely let you know, man. If if I see Good a deal. buck turn tail and take off, uh, I'll give you a holler. <laughs> Heck yeah. Um, but all right, everyone. Well, uh, that is scent blender there. 
Um, and we are HuntLink by Servicide. Check out those show notes and uh, give Scent Blender a try if you're wanting to get more into a, a DIY type scent control there.